Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah, sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are a robot? I like that idea. So come listen to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. If you listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Daily podcast where we support the 1976 economy one reckless purchase at a time. Purchase at a time. Nice. Was that more enthusiastic for you? That was good. Good. I am Jason. I'm Doug. And joining us once again from your favorite shows like Titanic Minute and Tombstone Minute, Mm. Rob. Hello, Rob. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Thinking about buying a jacket. What do you guys think? Um, Only if it has a tiger on the back. Well, (laughs) it's just... Let me mention jackets because today we're knocking out minute 24, which begins with Adria defending her red coat, kind of like a jacket, and ends with poor Buckus crying out in terror. I, you know what? I like Adrian's red coat. I think uh, a woman in a red coat looks very great, like, looks great. Well, you mentioned last minute it stands out. Yeah, she looks good. I think she looks good in it. She, uh, in uh, back in Rocky One, she was wearing this, this red coat with like a, like a white collar. And uh, we, we said she looked like Santa Claus. Mm. Yeah. But this yeah. one doesn't have the white the white furry collar, but, you know, I'm going to piss off everybody Rocky fans um, right now. Wait one second. Let me just get this. I'm going to piss off Rocky fans. It's our audience. Anybody who listens to the show has got to be a Rocky fan. I'm about to insult everyone. Wait, I'm trying to get a timing here. This This might be... The most annoying 11 seconds in all of cinema. Like, this fucking speech, like, he's just, like, rambling on. Like, honestly, this isn't entertaining. This isn't funny. Like, I don't know what it is about this little thing right here about the dragon, by the dragon, it's black. I like black. Black's going to like my favorite color. Why should we buy it for some meals? It's fucking annoying. I don't like it at all. That's like his synapses just firing. But it's, dude, they, he's taken the character. In Rocky 1, he wasn't like this. No. He wasn't like this in Rocky One. All of a sudden, now he's he's turning the character into like a blithering idiot. It's like he's on cocaine in that in that moment. You know what I mean? Like he's just like saying nonsense quickly, and it's it's. it's but where did this where did this come from? The, he this, the character didn't do this in the first movie. He didn't do it up to this point. All of a sudden, you know, now he's turning into this. I don't. I mean, I guess the argument is, you know, he got some money, and he never had money before, and and he so just, he doesn't want to act though. Oh, I mean, kind of. He doesn't know how to handle having money. You know, he's always probably lived paycheck to paycheck. And if you always live paycheck to paycheck, you know, some people, when you get 35 grand, would just be like, well, that's my paycheck from now on, I guess. Mm-hmm. But why does he have to talk like this? Oh, uh, yeah, that's different. I don't know. He's very, very excited. 
But in in the first movie, he was he was like an endearing character. His his dumbness or his <coughs> naiveness or whatever you want to call it was like endearing in a way, right? And and you you kind of looked at him and you said, you know, I like this guy. I re- you know he's just a simple guy, simple life. You know, you you think he's not picking up on things, but then he has the conversation where he says, you know, that stuff does bother him. He is so. But now we've all of a sudden, and this is only. You know, this is only the whole movie so far has been over two months, and all of a sudden he's out in front of a store talking like this, like a, like a fucking dummy on speed. All of a sudden, I, did you write this down? Did you write down a speech? No. All right, I got it. Just in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, let's here. hear it. Let's hear it. Look at this black thing here with the tiger on back. You like animals. I love animals. Black. I like black. Black's kind of my favorite color. You want to buy them? I say we get them before somebody else buys them. What do you say? Come on, Adrian. I mean, that's bad. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, like I said, synapses just firing. Like he's just, he's rambling. I said, I said last minute that this is probably like my least favorite. Mm -hmm. Just not knowing when to pump the brakes. (laughs) It's reckless spending. This and when he comes home from Russia at the beginning of Rocky Five or two times when I just don't know where he was going with this character, like why it just there was just a, a major change in a short period of time, and I don't know why he did this. I mean, I I I agree with you, uh, but I also think like I think what Stallone's trying to do, and you know, he's not good at subtle. He's trying to be like, oh, what if fame gets to Rocky's head? Like that's his thing, right? And, and like. There is sort of a um, this movie is sort of like a transition from the earnestness of Rocky One to the blockbuster Rocky that we see moving forward, where it is kind of a pretty big character change because we eventually have to go from Rocky One to Rocky Four, and to do that you have to have this this this, this stuff. He goes he goes from like like Rocky One very slow talking. You can tell he's not the smartest guy in town, um, but then you got this Rocky who's who's slow in the brain, but he's relax, just rambling. Relax. Just yeah, relaxed brain. Sorry, but he's just like firing off these like statement after crazy statement. But then you got like you go into Rocky three, and then he's reading for mm-hmm. commercials like, and he's talking perfectly. It's like he's getting smarter. Like maybe studied, maybe uh, that honorary degree. Like maybe, uh, you know, he went. Maybe he went to UW and shook hands with uh, Tunnel Bob. <laughs> Tunnel Bob. Did you guys notice that uh, when they they come in to buy the? Well, so they go. This whole this whole sequence is like an H. A. Ray. Curious George nonsense thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, look at George's big day. He got some money from winning a race. And off he went and bought a new jacket and the jewels. And the man with the yellow hat found him before the police could arrest him. And the lesson was, like, I mean, it's like, it's so absurd. It's so bad. Because we go from, like, him buying a car to just bowling over to buy two crappy jackets and then he's buying jewelry. He's looking at watches and oh my god. And then he ends up at a pet store, which makes no sense at all. I don't know why he's at a pet store at the end. That's not the escalation we expect. It is like a damn curious George <laughs> episode, dude. That's that's hilarious. There isn't so much any like public showing. You know what I mean? Like I said, the last um 
last minute. We had the press conference with the mayor. We had the uh, the thing at the high school. In the movie, it's just car dealership, coat store, it's- <laughs> jewelry store, pet store, which we're going to come up to. <laughs> you know what they should have done? You ever watch movies where where they go on the shopping spree? Yeah, and there's no there's no dialogue. Yeah, it's like, it's a, just like a music playing over. You know, like like a pretty woman comes to mind yep. when she's shopping them for Dale Drive. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, that's what they should have done. Left the talking out and just and just had a montage of of him shopping. spending this money, which which we learn in Rocky Four. Rocky can be very good at montage. Yeah. <laughs> he went on a, in the book, he went on a talk show. Oh, God. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, in typical Rocky fashion, he's in the green room. He's about to get uh, introduced to the talk show, but he's worried about Adrian. He uh, asks her if, if she had lunch. You know, she said yes. He said that's good. <laughs> so but... um. They, they cut to him just shoving a uh, old cheeseburger into a sex doll's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, gotta eat. <laughs> He's got to disinfect her mouth later. The mouth hole. When he finally gets called onto the stage, um, the guy welcomes him. Uh, Rocky says, uh, "What do I do?" He says, "What do you like to do, Rocky?" How about some push-ups, I said. The audience laughed a little, and I figured I'd done pretty good and looked over at the agent standing with Adrian off stage there. They weren't laughing. One of the agents was shaking his head and rubbing his eyes, and a shorter guy just shrugged his shoulders. Some people are very hard to please. Like, what? What? Uh, uh, this is what's going on in Rocky's mind at a uh, on a TV show. It is. It is like a quick... I mean, like I said, the game of life, right? I mean, this is what he's doing. This is, and maybe this is what he thinks is how you succeed, right? He's been poor, and now he's like, well, now I need to have all the wealth. I have money, so I need to have all the things that wealthy people have. And this does kind of like predate the '80s, where that does become a big part of that culture. But I agree, this would work so much better as a montage instead of hearing him them interactive people. Did you guys notice, by the way? In the jewelry shop, do you notice that Adrian says something and the woman in the jewelry shop uh, <laughs> does not react? She says, shut up, sex doll. <laughs> and then only responds to Rocky. Let's see it. No, the jewelry started looking at her and smiling. It, it looks like a nervous smile. Like, why is this guy carrying a dollar around? Like dead woman? <laughs> She's smiling nonetheless. That doll does nothing but smile with an open mouth. <laughs> Do you think he dragged that doll in and then just like put a new coat on it? It's just like putting the arms. Yeah, it's a coat from the coat store. Shoving the arms through the coat store. <laughs> I will say that that coat looks dynamite on Rocky's sex doll. Yeah, well, I like the red one better. I like the red one better. Personal preference. Yeah, yeah. I guess. It should have just gone to Burlington Coat Factory. That's, that's, that's not where my, my wife. That's not that's a real. My wife shops. Yeah. It's not a real factory, is it, Doug? It's not a factory. It's more of a department store. (laughs) They sell a lot of things there. It's not just coats. Really? They sell more than that? Yeah, they have uh, everything. It's like a Marshalls slash Home Goods kind of. uh, Really? Everything. Kohl's? Are you familiar with Kohl's? Yeah, dude. I know Kohl's. Yeah, very similar to Kohl's. I didn't know that. I thought Mm -hmm. it was just coats. 
blenders. No, it's they, just you could buy a blender at Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> you can buy you can buy a crib there. I remember when we were looking for a crib for my when my kids were born. Mm-hmm. We went there and looked at some cribs. They're shitty, but they're cribs Burlington the Crib Factory. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have a whole like baby section. Wow, I think they rebranded, didn't they? So it's not it's like. Burlington something else because right. they don't they don't want to be known as just like a co factory because they do other things so I think really Jay's Jay has made a happy face out of his dried uh, I think it's so yeah you can have a baby registry at Burlington Co Factory let me tell you if someone I knew is having a kid and they're like check out the baby registry at Burlington Coat Factory I'd be like right, right. how many jackets does this kid need this is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably grow out of them by the time the yeah, whipping comes anyway. Buying a bunch of coats for a kid. Get real. Put a blanket on them. They grow out of things by the minute. <laughs> yeah. How many times? How many things you buy for your baby and you wore it one time and it's done with already. You don't fit in it next time. Yeah. No baby. Like like early baby shirts are the dumbest thing ever. All right. So Rocky's buying some watches. Do you know what kind of watches Rocky's buying? Timex. Uh, Rocky is buying Rolexes, Jay. Yeah, those are Rolexes, yeah. But not just any Rolexes. And Rocky's left hand in second. Go back to second. Rocky's hand holding the Rolexes. In his uh, t- black fingerless gloves. By the way, I mean, he wants to talk about class. Like, the, Are those black fingerless gloves classy or what? In a oh, Rolex man. store? Do you think there's ever been a Rolex... Like in the eighties, especially, do you think there was ever a roll? Uh, uh, sorry, a Rolex Rolodex crossover, <laughs> like a really nice Rolodex that also had a Rolex watch on it, so you could also tell the time. This seems like the era where that could have happened. What do we call that? Because Rolex Rolodex, oh, yeah, Rolex Rolodex, <laughs> that actually rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I was say it sounds a little redundant, but no, that that works. Yeah, Rolex Rolodex. I mean, if you had a Rolex Rolodex, you're a big deal. So, what kind of numbers do we have in the Rolex Rolodex? If you're Rocky, <laughs> you're a neurosurgeon. Yeah, if you're a neurosurgeon, you got, you know, other like uh surgeons and doctors for just like referrals. You probably have a couple escort services in there. <laughs> I mean, if you're Rocky, you have your neurosurgeon's number yeah. in the Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a neurosurgeon, on top of the escorts, you probably have a Coke dealer. Yep, eighties, you definitely have a Coke dealer. And that's what they should have done. Honestly, like I feel like Rocky is so dislikable, unlikable would be the term, unlikable that you might as well have him do some cocaine. Doesn't that explain this behavior yes. a little more? This behavior, yes. Yeah. This yes. behavior is is annoying. I, it, Jay's Plato uh, agrees. He's not. <laughs> Jay's Plato is unhappy as well. So go ahead. In his left hand, he has. Oh, he has a, uh, a Rolex Day Date. Now, um, again, I tried to look up the. The retail price of a Rolex Day Date in uh, 1977, and all I found was 1977 Rolex Day Date prices today. How much is one today? Uh, today, uh, this this model of Rolex, it's called a Day Date. Back in 1977, it cost about thirty six hundred dollars. In 1978, because we're you know, movie takes place in 76, but it's filmed in 79, so I kind of like explored both. Okay. Uh, they jumped about every year or two, so um, it didn't have a seventy six, but it had a seventy seven price, thirty six hundred. 
So let me add that to the tally. Look at that. How much did you spend? Over 10000 so far of that money? Well, if the car was 5000 oh, we don't know how much the coats were. Uh, let's say it's a thousand dollars. All coats. right, let's say a thousand dollars in coats. Right. So we got uh, eight, nine, ninety six hundred so far. So the Rolex day date in seventy seven was thirty six hundred and seventy eight. It was fifty two fifty. And he bought one or two of them. Well, this model he only bought the one. If you're going to buy a Rolex day date, the closest model to this today, it's going to cost you thirty five thousand dollars. Get real. 35000 I do like this line, this lesson we learned from Rocky. I legitimately like this line. If you want to have a good time, you need a good watch. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's, a good line. He says it like it's a well-known phrase, though. If you want to have a good time, you got to have a good watch. Like he, It should be a well-known phrase. That's a really smart line. <laughs> like, was he waiting for Adrian and the sales lady to join him in that? You got to have a good watch. He grabbed the back of Adrian's sex doll face and just shoved it around <laughs> to make it make words. Do you do you wear a watch, Rob? I no, I used to I used to have a watch that I that I had and then um I started wearing a Fitbit and then I stopped wearing a watch and now I don't wear anything. I just got my my tiny little wrists bare to the world. <laughs> I I yeah, I tried wearing watches and it just it's far too uh, annoying to me. I, I like it. I have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. He does the reverse watch where he wears it on the inside of his wrist. Mm. You see, do you have friends who do that? No, but I've, I've, mm. I've seen that. One of these shows, it's got to be Minute Impossible. Jonathan talks about this, doesn't he? About the watch on yeah. the inside of the wrist. Yeah, I kind of, I, it's, it kind of makes sense a little bit. Like your inside of your wrist is often like visible to you. Like, I kind of, I kind of get it. It seems like a lot less movement because you don't got to turn your elbow. You just like, like kind of rotate your wrist to look at it. Yeah. If you want to look at the watch on the outside of your wrist, you gotta, you gotta do the whole elbow. Yeah. You know, raise but the I elbow found, um, I went through a phase where I was we- wearing watches on the inside of my wrist, and um, they, they it gets scratched up because your this part of your hand is always down, so oh. it's, the face gets scratched oh. up. Mm, that's a good point. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't wear a thirty-five thousand dollar Rolex Day Date that way. I wouldn't way? wear a thirty-five thousand dollar watch. Hmm, if I enough. had a thirty-five thousand dollar watch, that would absolutely, outside of my home, be the most expensive thing I own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is without question stupid to put that on your wrist. In addition to that, you might think that's that's a, a pricey watch, but uh, he has more. He has also on that left hand he has a rolex lady date just which um uh from what i found was the model in the movie is the rolex lady date just with a diamond bezel because you can't see the diamonds but i couldn't find a price with the diamond bezel but what i did find was the lady date just with the gold bezel was twenty five hundred dollars and seventy seven thirty seven fifty and seventy eight and today you can buy that for a $26,000 price tag. Mm. So let me add $2,500 to the grand total. So what are we at now? That's He spent half his fortune so far. Uh, $10,000, uh, 11100 so far. Uh, but he also naturally has to buy one for Deadbeat Paulie. It's nice of him, though. Mm-hmm. It is nice of him. Um, but Well, the uh, jackets are like 500 bucks nowadays, so... He could have bought stock in IBM... Oh my god! 
imagine what that's what that was worth and well maybe not so much now but in like 19 or the early 90s yeah he would have made a killing what i what i found about the other watch that he buys paulie is a, a rolex gmt there was two models of the rolex gmt one was stainless and one was stainless and gold uh that one looks like it has some gold on it right so we'll go with the stainless gold one. Uh, that model in 1977 cost $920. 1978, it cost $1,360. And today you can buy that for $13,000. So I love how he bought it, the cheap version of the watch for Paulie. For Paulie, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know what? You don't know which one he buys. Yeah, we don't, we don't know because because he, he wants to buy the one for Adrian. And he says, I'm going to get one for Paulie. And then Adrian, sex doll, says... Well, you need one, too. And he says, well, I can't tell time too good. All right, I'll get one anyway. I can't tell time too good. (laughs) Why are you buying a watch then, buddy? So he says he's going to buy it for her, right? Look, so he says, he he goes, I'm going to get one for Paul. He hands her the expensive one. Look, he hands her the the small, the Adrian's and the expensive one. He buys himself the cheap one. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, we already learned earlier this week that, like, you can't tell time. His calendar is just seasons. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a watch that's just day or night. Oh, uh, day. <laughs> <laughs> he can't tell by the, the, the light and dark yeah. outside. <laughs> it's nighttime, I guess. But if you're going to wear a Rolex on one hand. There we go. I can't imagine... What you would wear on the other wrist. I mean, there's only one clear answer, isn't there? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> I mean, Buck is, he doesn't get a Rolex, but he's definitely getting in on the action. He's got an Eagles jersey on, first of all. Uh, yeah. How does this happen? Like, this is why I don't understand. We went from, like, we just keep escalating into, like, stuff he's buying. And then we're just in some ratty pet shop, but he's, like, buying dog chase. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just some ratty pet shop. It's the, it's the ratty pet, pet shop. Yeah. And this <clears throat> first thing I want to talk about the pet shop Gloria. is excuse my language. This fucking bitch, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was such a condescending, fucking blocking bitch to Rocky when he, he visited Asian in the pet shop. Just a nasty, nasty... You know the word I want to use. I wanna, I'm want i not going to yeah, use it because no. it's a family show. But just this this fucking woman. Now all of a sudden, Rocky's got some money. He's a little, had a little success. He had a big fight. He went, and now she's the nicest person in the world to him. To be fair, maybe she wasn't mean in the first one. Maybe she was just trying to be like, listen... Leave Polly's sex doll alone. <laughs> <laughs> she was thinking up for Polly. Like you can't. That's all Polly has. <laughs> if Polly loses that sex doll, the only way he'll ever be able to replace it is with a robot. <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> and robots aren't even invented yet. <laughs> no, there's no robots. And I'm I am going to go to uh, second forty nine. Wait, please. hold on a second. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you guys wear turtlenecks that often? Oh, never. I don't even own a turtleneck. <laughs> I, 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 go ahead. What's, what's it? Second 49? 49. Look at. 
how thirsty Glory is right yeah. here. Yeah. And this is the guy she used to make fun of. Make fun of his jokes. Oh, man. And now now all of a sudden. She wants some of that Rocky. But I, I do Are actually. Are you looking at that, Rob? Is that her smile? Or is that just the way her face is set? I think she just has a face. Oh, that's so. I wish that turtleneck was taller. <laughs> to cover her face. <laughs> I have something. I want to go back to Rob's Adrian's yeah. dead dead uh, theory yeah. here. <laughs> this oh, please. this might be the biggest uh, example e- evidence mm-hmm. that you might be right on the money because Adrian used to work for Gloria. She. F- it worked with this woman. She doesn't even acknowledge her. No, she's not at, at all. Like if they walked, in, hey Gloria, how are you? I mean, Adrian, how are you? How you been? How's everything going? She doesn't even acknowledge her existence, and she worked for her. I know. Adrian might might as well not exist, which is debatable at this point. <laughs> but Gloria wants some of that. Also, what does anyone know? What jersey number he's wearing? The Butkus looks like a five sure. or a. It's a something. I think it's a five because that five is pretty centered. Don't put don't put clothes on animals. That's my opinion. I agree. I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. Jay's doing a quick uh, Google search. Uh, what do we have here in my notes? Oh, uh, so Rocky's comment here is uh, now that's what I call class. Mm, a dog uh, collar on your wrist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So so he he straps a, a studded. There was no number five. Maybe it's like fifty something. There's it looks like it looks like e. Oh, just saying Eagles. Okay, never mind. It's like QB Eagles from like Tecmo Super Bowl, which would be zero zero, I believe. I should look at nineteen seventy six roster now. Oh, you should. I, I'm actually gonna defend. I'm gonna defend this this uh, this dog collar leash whatever it is mm-hmm. this dog collar thing i think it is an interesting moment from an adrian point of view because we've just seen rocky go and buy a bunch of expensive stuff and then he goes to the pet shop you know and he buys a pet collar to put on his on his wrist or whatever and like adrian seems like legitimately happy you know she actually laughs and thinks like oh i think it's kind of like a return to roots for 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 Rocky, it's the only time she's happy during all of this. Yeah, I, I would I would even suggest there's a little nervous laughter in there, like ha 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 ha, or maybe because she's happy because that's the cheapest thing he's bought in the last twenty four hours. That's true. Yeah, they've already gone through half his winnings at least. I wa- I wanted to so so he thinks a studded, I don't know, like I he, we can't even call it out of collar because it, it's made for a dog. <laughs> But he slaps this studded thing around his wrist, and he says, now that's what I call class. Now, I looked up what the word class means in the dictionary. Okay. The regular dictionary, Jay? I don't. And the regular dictionary says class is defined as impressive stylishness in appearance or behavior, which, okay, like I, I can buy that. That's class. But we don't stop there. We have our good friends over at UrbanDictionary.com have never let us down. So I looked up the definition of class on Urban Dictionary. Stand by! (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get my hand on my pants real quick. 
Um, the first definition on Urban Dictionary is fine. It's, you know, a person who's poised, graceful, mature, or, or exudes any of the qualities in dress, mannerism, language, and everything in life. <laughs> What's happening? This is my bit, Jay. Please tell me this bit ends with you reading the sentence number five. So, <laughs> so that's the first definition of class. Okay. First one, that sounds like a good definition. Yeah, good definition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to skip down to uh, number three. Okay. okay. Uh, the third definition of class <laughs> is that thing that sluts don't have. I th- That's kind of the first one again, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. But this, this one is more about in your face. Mm-hmm. But one of the best things about these definitions is like the example sentence that goes along with it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, so this one for definition three, the thing that sluts don't have, the sentence is person one, do you think Isabella has class? Person two, no, she's a slut. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> I don't know if you need a sentence to illustrate that, but okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to skip way down <laughs> to definition five. Okay. Uh, class, something men have and boys don't. <laughs> Respect. Okay. No, I mean, you, you, you want to like kind of strip it down to like everyday terms? Absolutely. Here's the... Uh, Keep in mind, something men have and boys don't. Okay. So, the example sentence, a boy, hey, bitch, you're looking damn fine tonight. Can I pop your p- <laughs> Men, <laughs> hey, you're looking great tonight. You should come over to my place sometime. Class. Oh, class. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, when I was a boy, I always said that first line all the time. <laughs> always. <laughs> the first time I went to a concert, another story time for you guys. First time I went to a concert, I went to the Warp Tour when I was like 15 or 16. And I went with a, a friend of mine and his older brother. And uh, I didn't drink because that's just the way I was at that age. And uh, I think I've told the story before, but I'll retell it for Rocky Minute listeners. I, I may have uh, heard this before, but, but retell it. <laughs> yeah, I think you might have. Is this, this might be from Titanic Minute. I apologize. But I don't know if Jay's heard it. Uh, and I went to go to like one of the outdoor bathrooms and I grabbed the door to open it up. It's like middle of night. I go to open up and it's kind of jammed shut a little bit. So with my little like weakling arms, I just pull as hard as I can. And as I pull, this just girl who's just hammered had been in the bathroom holding the door shut. And when I pulled, I pulled her <laughs> literally out of the toilet. So this girl just splatters onto the dirt pants underwear around the ankles and i reacted the way any man would in that situation of class in fact i was so terrified that because it was so dark that when i saw her hands coming out i thought it was a bat <laughs> so i screamed like as i pulled up i was one I just screamed. She fell to the ground. I realized it was a full-grown, hammered woman. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she just stands up, bottomless, just pulls up her underwear and pants, goes, that's okay. It's not a big deal, and wanders off. So then that the next morning, I come home, and I was like trying to be cool, you know, because I was like in high school, so I had... uh some glasses. I think they were fossil sunglasses on. <laughs> fossil. You know, fossil. Yeah, because I didn't have the money to pay for some Oakleys. So I just got some fossils. 
And I remember I came home and I had the glasses on. And I think my parents must have been so nervous. And rightfully, like as a parent now, I would be really anxious if like my 15 or 16 year old son like left for the weekend to go to some punk concert and stayed overnight. Right. So he comes, I come back and, and my mom like lifts up my glasses to make sure like to find out if I was stoned, see if my eyes were red. They were not because I'm, I was a nerd still am. (laughs) And she's like happy to see that I'm not like hung over or anything. She walks in the house and my dad goes, she get any poontang. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and not in a like in like a in like between you and I. Did you get any poontang? How long were you gone? Like two nights or one night, one or two nights. Yeah, I did not. By the way, did so, not get but did you say kind of? But not no, really. I, no, I did not tell the story of pulling the girl no. out. I did not tell him that story. I was like, no. But that that right there is a classic difference between mom and dad. Right. Yes, that's true. <laughs> she wants to make sure that you're not high. Yeah. That wants to make sure you, <laughs> make sure you got laid. I'm sure he's like, I'm sure like this is in the 90s. I'm sure my dad was like, my, there's a 100% chance my son's gay. Uh, maybe he's not, but let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> Jay and I might struggle with that, <laughs> whether or not our kids are gay. Hey, at least it's an easier time to grow up that way than uh, when we were kids. Far more accepted nowadays. Mm-hmm. So less of a concern, guys. Yeah, Jay, you should you know feel easy about it. Uh, I guess we can end on Poontang. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I tell that story? <laughs> it was a fantastic story. Uh, you told that story because we were talking about class. Class. That was you exhibiting class in front of a naked lady who you yanked out of the porta potty. <laughs> but you know what? She she probably never felt more comfortable naked in front of a man before, though. She've never felt less threatened. That's, yes, yes. Like, that's what. Like, who's this boy wizard that pulled me out of this yes. bathroom? <laughs> He was so nice. He said, I'm sorry. And I just pulled up my panties and walked away. <laughs> Knew I was safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was gay. <laughs> yeah. That's the story she told her friends. Yeah. <laughs> gay as a, a gay, day's long. A gay boy wizard pulled me out of the bathroom. <laughs> They're like, girl, you're on acid. Wearing fossil sunglasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, tell us about this new uh, show that you have going on. Yeah, a free podcast. Check it out at a freepodcast dot com, and uh, we're talking about fail sons, which uh, you know I'm sure my parents thought I was for a while. Uh, so we're going to talk about different movies uh, that have fail son characters, and we're starting out with Gladiator right away. And by the time this launches, which sounds like Novemberish, guys. Uh, we would have our first. We would be. We'd be rolling with our first season. Do you know what you, what you guys are going to do after the fail sons? Yes, we do, but I cannot tell you. Wow, but it'll hang, be a, hang a on. totally new season. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Very secretive. Midnight Boys are very secretive. Do you have a place where all your stuff is held? At a freepodcast dot com, or like all of our podcasts and nonsense. Well, I mean, I know you have 
websites for everything? Is it all held in like on the same website? No, I, I we did buy I did buy uh, the midnightboys.com, but I haven't done anything with that. So we'll see if by November I have. Jay bought nighttimeshorts.com. Nighttimeshorts.com. <laughs> it's just a 90 second timer that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Old oh, commercial break, Jay. <laughs> Go. You can find us at our Facebook listeners group, Mighty Mix. You can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute, on uh, Instagram, Rocky Minute. Do we have any pictures up there? Is there anything to look at on Instagram? Yeah, some some stuff. Some. Okay. Once you, these episodes come out. Uh, you can go on there if you want to see a picture of me in my nighttime shorts. I will post something up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are also. You can email us. Can we give? Can we, you know he's emailing us. Did they still say that one? Somebody still All emails right. us. If you want to email us, rockyminute at gmail dot com, and uh, head over to doinggenre dot com, where you can click and listen to this episode as well as all of our other episodes and episodes of other shows you enjoy listening to. So Fair check enough. that all out. The Disney's. Uh, did they do Cinderella Minute? Maybe they can um, watch that and compare it to Rocky putting Adrian in a Trans Am. The, the Disney, they did Snow White, and I think they're they're doing Little Mermaid. I want to say, oh, one of my faves. Yeah, yeah, I think Little Mermaid is is a favorite of all men and women our age. Prove me wrong, people. <laughs> all right, we'll see you tomorrow. On a, <laughs> Last episode this week, mercifully. <laughs> we'll see ya. What are we waiting for? Take this! I, I have to tell you that I can't I can't really express in words how long it even took me to find that much information about the Rolexes. I was probably looking at Rolex prices for two, two and a half hours. You have too much time on your hands. Listen, it's all for the art. It's for the art. Yeah, you know what? I try to give the fans what they want. Yep.